Is it is it on, Barry? Is it on? I don't know if it's on. <laughs> it is on. Yeah. Welcome to the third episode of the motivating a motivating podcast. I'll get the name right one of the episodes at some point. Yeah, eventually, like I'll episode figure it out. One hundred, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope each and every one of you is having a great day. We both do. And welcome into the podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about what I would call kind of everyday issues or problems and kind of how they correlate to our mental health. And as usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Barry. Barry, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone who's listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the last two episodes. And we're here for the third. So welcome in, everyone. And so today, well, first of all, yes, welcome in, everyone. I said it too, Barry. I get points. <laughs> um, <laughs> but welcome in, everybody. We want to talk today. And today what we realized is that you guys may not know us very well. Yes, I have a following maybe on TikTok and some other apps. And you guys probably know me pretty well. But I'm going to give you a little rundown of myself and just some of the, a little bit of background on myself. But then we're also going to get to know... Barry, and more about Barry, underscore IX. We may even learn what the IX stands for. You never know. So I think it's going to be a good episode. Please enjoy while we have this discussion. And Barry, for the listeners at home, can we just kind of start off with, where do you live? I live in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm learning yeah. it just now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, dude, see, there's so much stuff that we talk about that we, like, I get to learn so much stuff about other countries just by chatting with you. And I kind of wanted to share some of that with everybody else. So you're from Saudi Arabia. And give us, like I would say, like, <laughs> give us what I would say you want some of the viewers to know about you. Barry, who are you? Wow, okay. No pressure, huh? <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Barry. Oh, most of you know me as Barry, but um, my real name is uh, Abdulaziz. Um, I'm 23 years old. I live in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East. I am a elect an, oh, not a an electrical engineer, and I used to work in IT. So it, and uh, let me get let me get it right, Abdul Aziz, right? Yeah, you you, you All nailed right. it. Nailed it. Just so you guys know, Barry said I nailed it. But that's why you guys might see sometimes when I say "Hey Azuz," that that's the name that actually Barry's one of his nicknames. Um, in his culture, in his, his state, whatever you want to say, in his country, Azuz is a nickname for him. So if you guys ever hear that, know that I'm making fun of Buttface. I mean, Barry. I meant Abdulaziz. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, actually, since Barry shared that with you, I'll confirm with my, I'll, I'll do the same on my side. Y'all, hi, my name is Will. I live in Arkansas in the United States, and I'm... Older than Barry. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's all we need to know. No, I, I'm 37 <laughs> years old, and I was a former financial advisor who now does social media content. And 
this whole podcast, this whole thing we put together, and this whole company that we've we've started to work on together, this jammed LLC, stems from the idea that we want to push as much positivity as we can into this world. And this podcast is one of those ways to do that. So the reason I wanted you guys to get to know Barry a little bit better is because I've had a lot of questions. Who is this dude? <laughs> who what you you're with him all the time? Like who is he? Who's this guy on the podcast? Where did he come from? And so, Barry, before we get into who you are, I'm going to give them a little bit of an insight of kind of how we met. And y'all, it was one of my favorite things. So I was playing on Twitch, and this is my side of the story. I want Barry to tell his side of the story in a different minute because I did not, I, I did not believe his side of the story until he still not believe, but I did not expect that that's the way you found the stream. Went until you told me the story, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. Long story short, I'm playing on Twitch and this guy Barry pops in. And he's just like, Hey, I like what you do. And I was like, Cool, Barry. <laughs> Hang out. So Barry hung out. And I think it was on the sub or it was when I was down in Florida for the, one of the first times that whole week I was streaming. And then the next day, Barry was there again. And Barry starts interacting. He's chatting. He's saying hi. He's doing all kinds of stuff. And you can start to see the genuine side of it. Well, then. After a few days of that, he and I started talking about Discord. He starts helping me in Discord. We start working together. And I'm like, hey, Barry. And I remember it was before it was before Discord, wasn't it? We played um, Fall Guys. It was the first game we played together. Am I right? Yeah. And I remember, I was like, Barry, you want to play some Fall Guys? You're like, yeah. Yeah. And I remember you being in the chat, and you were so nice and genuine, but also there was a little timidness. And... From that point in time, we played that game together. That was one of the first times I was actually really kind of just comfortable and giggling and laughing and not too worried about the game. I didn't feel a lot of pressure from the other side about, you know, make sure you're good and you win because we want to win. I could tell that you were there just because you were excited to be there. From there, it has blossomed into the friendship. This guy and I talk every single day, multiple times a day. We actually have it scheduled now that we start our days off talking together. And I, Barry has done more for the Jammed LLC, the Jammed community, Discord, TikTok, than anyone else could even imagine. And he's my partner in all of this. And I just can't thank you enough, dude. Now, thank for you, me, buddy. being a, well, for me, being a guy that I, I was on TikTok, I am on TikTok. And then I move over to Twitch. A lot of people saw me as the guy that came from TikTok. So I just assumed you followed me from TikTok. But dude, when you told me how you found the stream, it shocked me. So will you, will you share with the rest of them? Rest the Y'all, not them. Y'all, you and all y'all, you the y'all folks. I don't know. All right, your turn. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Get the words out. <laughs> Yeah, so so um, I I haven't like I've I've never been a user of TikTok at all. Like the first time I actually downloaded it and created an account was back in June, and I basically just downloaded it to watch Family Guy clips. That's all. <laughs> and so I would I would like while while I was working and stuff like that because I uh, I work from home, and while I was working I was like checking TikTok and just having something to watch just in the background. 
and I was flipping through TikTok, and then I saw one of your TikToks pop in, which which was the um, faucet like it like it's hot that duet you did, which was amazing by the way. Uh, and I click on that. Faucet account. like it's hot. Faucet like yeah. it's hot. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I click on that account, and like this, the first video I see, like that wasn't like bend or anything like that. Was you talking? Hey, I'm in Florida all week, and I'm gonna be streaming on Twitch. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll I'll check him out. And I went to your Twitch, followed, and then you started to stream. I get into the stream. I think like the first person I ever chatted with was Greg. And I'm sure. Then, yeah, it was Greg, Aaron, and now I think. Oh, it was, was like, Greg? I remember yeah. that day. Greg was in there, and then now popped in. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think it was Greg, Aaron, and now. And we were chatting, and you were just playing Call of Duty, and you were introducing us to Snocket, and it was like the best thing I've ever seen on Twitch. And I was like, well, this dude is cool. And like, I've I've been around Twitch for a long time, and I followed a lot of Twitch, and I watch a lot of Twitch. Uh, but I never was like engaged as I am to this community. And the, if I'm being honest, the reason why is most likely than not, when you go into the Twitch stream and you say hi and stuff like that, yeah, people will say hi back and they'll chat and stuff like that. But I, I, I didn't feel as comfortable as I did that day. And so I was like, when you ended the stream, excuse me, when you ended the stream, I was like, this is cool. I'm going to check him out tomorrow. And you streamed and it was like even more fun. And then you start to do the started to do the um, uh, the words on stream, and Greg was beating all of us, and that was fun. And then yeah, it just just it just blossomed from there because I remember um, talking with you and now about like set, setting a Discord up, and I was like, well, hey, I I do know a lot about Discord, so let me help with that. And then it's just yeah, it just evolved from that and. You know, the other side of it, uh, which I'm now comfortable to share, actually, is that I was in a really bad spot, like, with everything, especially in July this year. Uh, I got I got really sick. You know, I couldn't really do my job as I should, and I, and I had some issues with them and stuff like that. And, like, yeah, this app that I downloaded just to watch some random, like, Family Guy clips on, led me to watch your TikToks and then led me to Twitch and kind of really like truly pulled me out of that like bad spot into like where I am now and I'm I'm really glad that it did. Well I am too dude. Like I mean what you guys maybe don't understand as much or don't see as much is that Barry and I are our friend like good good friends. Not only are we partners in what we're doing, but we're, we're friends. And like, it, I, being able to chat with this man and learn all this stuff. And he, dude, I understand that. Like, I guess that you know, me having the following and some of the stuff that I do, others might see it as kind of fun to be, be the person that's constantly interacting with me. It's not fun. It's work. And it's tiring, and I'm exhausting, and I'm annoying. You can tell me 10 times over, hey, remember to do this. And I have all the intent to do it. I just may not. Yeah, <laughs> and I just it, check it out, too. That's all it is. 
<laughs> well, you know, first of all, all right, biscuit. Let's not even. All right, you'll you guys will learn about bury the biscuit a little later. But <laughs> it it was just interesting to me that this friendship kind of blossomed again, like we talked about last episode. With now from worlds apart. And I see you as a brother, dude. I see you as family. Elizabeth sees you as family. The girls. <laughs> when I say, hey, I'm on the phone with Barry. Tell Barry I said hi. <laughs> yeah, that, that and, still brings tears to my eyes when you told me that. It's, yeah. Oh, dude, they do. Like, they, they know who you are. And they they see how much I respect you and how much I respect what you do for not only us, but this community and everybody that you're involved with. See, a lot of you guys know that are out there listening, and some of you may not, but Barry's Barry's all over Twitch. You see, Barry's been doing Twitch since Twitch was twitching. I've been around Twitch since before Twitch you know, existed. I remember when Twitch first came out, and I was like, this is so cool. Um, but I never had the ability to actually get on it, build a following, and go. You know, now we get to the last couple of years where TikTok, you know, starts getting bigger. I, I leave my job and all of a sudden Twitch is sitting right there going, hey, hey, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like doing what we do over here. You want you want to come over and do this? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. And from there, dude, just meeting you and meeting this community and everybody that's involved. It's, it's just been awesome. And so. The main point that I wanted to do today is I wanted to get to know you a little bit better or <laughs> let the community get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So everything there's to know. And you know everything there's to know too. So not to kind of push things along, but like I know that you are what some might refer to as a little bit. I'm just going to a little like a small like, you know, the world's smallest violin, that's small, just a small comic book nerd, a little bit. No, I'm just joking. Barry is like a comic book nerd that, like, can shout it from the rooftops and is ready to argue at any point in time about any topic. <laughs> <laughs> and come to find out, Barry used to be on a podcast about comic books, am I right? Yeah, yeah. I was one of the, uh, one of the co-hosts of the four people, actually on a uh, comic book related podcast in Arabic. So dude, how did you get into comic books? Can we just start there? Like how, cause for me, I, I don't know. I somehow missed the boat. I don't know where it was because people who are older than me, comics are the only thing they know. But then there are people who are younger than me, like you, that comics are the only thing they know. Not the only thing, but one of the main, like, the big part of their life. Yeah. Where did I, where did I miss? Like, what did I, was I too rural? Was I too far away? I guess maybe where I lived. But like, I don't understand how I missed that, that basis in the actual book. So how did you, how did you start into it? So, okay. So here's the thing. Um, the first ever movie that I remember watching was the 2002 Spider-Man. Like, it's like it, that memory Sorry, hang on. into my head. Everybody that's out there, it was, don't, it, yeah, I know it sounds like that was not that long ago. And like, it's almost like I was in high school and driving. 
um, at the first movie that Barry ever. Anyways, yeah, go so. on. You remember, you remember last? No, hang on. You remember last night when we were playing and Loki was like, <laughs> "Hey, the last movie I watched in the theaters was was the Titanic," and you were like, "What wasn't that 1997?" Yeah, it was like, <laughs> something like that. And Greg was like, "You minus two. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Negative two, Barry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so uh, that's that's the first uh, movie I remember watching, and I fell in love with Spider-Man. And then it was like watching cartoons, like the Justice League and all that. And then I would say from like the ages of like maybe nine, maybe eight, I just I didn't care anymore about superheroes at all. And I was getting into tech a lot more, right? And I get then, that, yeah. Yeah, I just, because <clears throat> by that age, I was like in the fifth grade, maybe. And so I would say like from the, like maybe 2009 to like 2015, I was basically focused on like two interests that I really liked, which was tech and English. And well, you're, I mean, you do okay with English. It's, you, you yeah. should work on it still. I mean, I'm I'm learning so much. I mean, like gooder. You only, and... you only. <laughs> as long as you always use gooder in a sentence, you'll be you'll you'll look yeah. you'll look smarts. You'll <laughs> you'll look you'll you'll go you'll do good. <laughs> er, than the yeah. others. Anyways, go on. so so yeah, uh, basically from 2009 to 2015, I was just like learning English and learning everything that is to learn about tech that I could get my hands on. And then while learning English, um, I started to watch TV shows, right? And I used to watch like the kids' TV shows in English when I was a kid, but like around like the 2013, 2014 area, I started to watch like sitcoms and like movies in, in English without subtitles and stuff like that, because I wanted to improve my, uh, my English. And Makes sense, yeah. One of the shows that I uh, saw was uh, Prison Break, right? Oh, dude, yeah, we watched that. Elizabeth and I did Prison Break. I didn't even know you watched that. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, Love that show. So that show is like it's, it's huge here. It's like it's widely popular here. Hey, can we and... can we just real quick spoiler? Yeah, yeah. spoiler uh, if you watch uh, League of Extraordinary, no, no, was it a DC Legend of Tomorrow? Yeah, you might see like some, some actors in it, which is yeah, which is funny. You might you just say that. little <laughs> Captain Colt, just little. Captain Cold may pop up anyways. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really funny that you said that because so the reason I bring the, um, the, the that I watched Prison Break and liked it because I loved uh, uh, Win, Wintroth Miller, I think his name is, and Dominic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. loved those two. Oh, Dom, together. dude. I love Dom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so when the show was over, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, yeah, there's this show called The Flash. And these two play like 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 a, together like they're they're working together and similar to that like vibe you got in Prison Break of them like interacting and stuff like that and I was like oh yeah I think I know the Flash because I remember him from like the old like Justice League uh, TV show that I used to watch and I was like yeah sure I'll I'll give, I'll give it a shot and I started watching the Flash like the CW show and I got hooked immediately like and, I, and i'm gonna get a little bit like emotional here but 
that story of that kid like losing his mom at, a, at an early age and then basically losing his dad at the same point and then having to go through life and becoming the great man that he became that hit so hard to me it, it was insane and so i was immediately hooked on that show and then i was talking to, the, to that exact same friend i was like dude i love this character i, I want to learn more about them is, is there movies is there anything like that and he was like yeah there's a couple of like animated movies and you should watch uh, justice league flashpoint and i was like okay cool i'll watch that and so I watched that uh, animated movie, uh, Flashpoint, and I was like, yeah, I think I found my next hyperfixation. <laughs> and I met someone on Twitter, um, uh, a guy named uh, Khaled, who's a great friend of mine. And he, he's, he's, he's a, a Wikipedia of comic knowledge. It's insane. And I was like, dude, I, I like this. I like this hero and I like the story. And I like that. And I went on, I want to get into comics. And he was like, okay, what you, what you need to do is basically, basically go back to 2016 and just read all of the, um, it wasn't Rebirth. What, what was it called? Okay. I'm blanking on it. Uh, like the Rebirth did, they did the, uh, the new 52, sorry, uh, not 2016, 2011. Um, the Rebirth did it after Flash. How dare you call it a reboot and not. <laughs> What it's supposed to call because I knew <laughs> I was ready and I had it. It's marked off on no on Barry's list. Barry messed up this one, so you should be so. I had no yeah, idea. So, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I started. I started. He was like, "You need to go back to like the 2011 issues and just start reading the new 52s." And I did, and I just like picked out Flash, uh, Batman, and Superman because I knew these these characters. And it kind of just go went on from there, and then I started to play a lot of uh, online multiplayer and stuff like that. And people were always getting my name wrong, and so I was like, I'm just gonna change my name to Barry because I love Barry Allen, and I kind of want to be the Flash in the future, if we ever get to that future. So I was like, I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm gonna choose Barry as a nickname. And so that's that's basically in a really long-winded way how I got into comics. It wasn't long-winded. It was. It's kind of awesome to see how you progress through all that stuff, right? Like it, it, a lot of times, I think people think comics. You have to be in it from 1950, 1960s. You have to know all the originals. You have to know all the lore. You have to know everything that goes on. And if you don't know any of that, you're not a comic book fan. You're not a fan. That's dumb. It That's is super dumb. Like it's so it's. What that is, is you want to be the number one knowledge on everything that's out there. So if you tell people that their knowledge is not as good as yours because they were not alive when your knowledge existed or when you found your knowledge, you, you feel superior. And I see that a lot in comic book lore. And I think that, yeah, you don't want people who come into comic books and go, I love the comics. Who's this Dr. Allen guy? Who's that guy? Is that no? I mean, what I mean is, doctor, there's a you got is it's it's very strange. No, uh, there's like okay, so Spider Man, <laughs> they don't really care, right? You know that yeah. they're there just because it's popular, but at the same time, why does that matter? Again, for me, I don't really care what you do with your stuff. If you want to be a fly by the wire fan who, um, 
just likes Marvel because it says Marvel and you like the product, you know, the production quality of the movies, and you don't really care about the storyline too much as far as outside the movie, but you like the movie storyline, why Why is that not okay? And I think we see a lot of that too, right? That nerd-on-nerd violence, right? That nerd-on-nerd yeah. crime where it's like nerd, people are, are trying to get onto somebody, like, you're not nerdy enough for this. Yeah, it's uh, a gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I hate that. And, I, and I'm with you. Like, did I, I even mentioned it to you last night? I was like, uh, if it, what was the joke that we made? It was like, if you haven't like been in an argument on Reddit, like you're not a true fan. Was it something like that? you haven't, you haven't, yeah. If you haven't been on a Reddit and you've argued that your side makes more sense, you're probably not a true fan of some sort of comic book or some sort of superhero universe or something of that nature, right? We talked, yeah, last night when we were talking in the Patreon chat, like a lot about just different kind of nerdy things that people would call nerd. And see, I keep using that term nerd. See, to me, the term nerd is, is a, I don't know. It's like a title that you earn. It's not, a, it's not something that somebody gives to you as like a, a diss. Like you earn that for somebody to call somebody a nerd. And in general, in the world, they either a have to be smart or B in general are just probably good humans. And somebody calls them a nerd. When I say they have to be smart, they have to be smart in some sort of category, right? Yeah. It could be it could be math. It could be English. It could be comic books. It could be video games. It could be Wikipedia in general. And somebody goes, "You're a nerd." That's why I see it as a compliment because they're saying you have you have accomplished something. You have done something that makes that person change the way they see you. They see that you are knowledgeable. They may not like it. They may be a jerk about it. They may not be being nice about it. But in reality, what they're doing is recognizing that you have a level of intelligence that is well above theirs in some sort of category. Exactly. And like, I don't think, not not like people don't realize, it's just, I don't think people think about the fact that the, the guys, like the team who developed and came up with fantasy football are a bunch of nerds bunch of nerd, bunch of nerd dude you want to talk there those are the nerds that go to the analytics class yeah that all they do is i mean and all they do now is stack money and just laugh at all the idiots like me they're like but i know i know sports you, you i can do it do you know what i mean like but it's true like the term nerd and i and i loved it from Going back in history, Revenge of the Nerds, if you've never watched that movie, watch it. It's a great message on a nerd is not necessarily the term. It's it's the person, the intelligence that's behind there. And so I know for you, and we like to talk a lot about the mental health side, right? About kind of how this helped. And it sounds like to me, comic books and all those things really helped you have a community that you felt you could be a part of and not just a community where you walk in and everybody goes, Hey, Barry, but a community where you can walk in and go, y'all, did you see the new, whatever, whatever, whatever that nerd talk that's not in that community wouldn't understand. And everybody in that community goes, yeah, I did. And it's awesome. And that feeling of inclusivity in that moment probably did wonders for the mental health side of things and probably did wonders for the, 
I feel a little bit alone in this world side of things. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, so when I, when I first started, started to read uh, comic books, it was around like that 2015, 2016 area. Right. And by that time, like I was a senior at high school and it's like, you know, when you like at that age, like you're tr- like, you kind of know what you like, but you don't you also know who you are or what right. you really want to be. I know and... I like the color blue, but I'm not sure how it's going to affect the rest of my life at all in any way, <laughs> <Yeah>. shape, or form. <laughs> exactly. And and for that, for the comic books to, to basically get into my life at that point was so good because anytime I felt like I was lost or like I didn't know or like all of those doubts that we have, I would like just either go read a comic or just go into like so we have this group chat on twitter it's called uh the coast of losers which is basically uh play on words on the coat of owls batman comic right and so we just we go in there and it's like hey i'm and and that's that's the thing right the, that group has, has like maybe 15 to 20 person in it, right and it started as like talking about comic book movies and comic books all that stuff but it evolved into, hey, I'm not really having that great of a day. Are you guys open to chat? And we just will chat about something. Sometimes, more than likely, it's about comics. But it's like the goal of it is not, not to discuss the comics, but just to get that person who needed it, like, distracted. Or just get them out of that, like, mental space into something that, feel, that feels a lot more comfortable, that they're happy with. They just can like basically exist out loud, as some 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 biscuit might say. So that guy, whoever said that, man, he's probably attractive. Um, but, I mean, wise. Sorry, I meant like why not? A, he's attractively wise. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's the idea, right? Just it's interesting. That since I've been on TikTok, particularly right with all of the the people I've interacted with there, and the people I've met, how a lot of us in this world are way nerdier than we let on, because they were so scared. Like I firmly believe that we were we were we were made to believe that ninety percent of the world was normal. And five to ten percent of us were nerdy. Nope. I'd say seventy-five percent of the world's nerdy, and twenty-five percent of them are in denial. Because being nerdy is awesome. And we know that because when I say being nerdy, I mean that's somebody who walks in a room and goes, Hey, I like this. I don't care if you know about it. I don't care if it's weird, but I like it. And I'm proud of it. And and again, <sighs> That 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 phrase, that term, right? That nerd, whatever it is, that you like, you like stuff. Like again, how did we get away with people just making fun of others because they liked something else that was different? You don't like sports, <laughs> idiot. Exactly. Okay, well, I mean, people like books. People like music. You have musicians. You have authors. You have. People who like arguing, attorneys. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. you have you have, you have school clubs where it debate is a thing. <laughs> yeah, you argue for a living. Why can't it be that 
you enjoy comic books for a living. Have, did you ever watch the show, um, The Comic Book Men? Did we talk about it? No. So Kevin Smith, who is the one of my favorite directors. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, of he's all time. The, like, nerds, 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 like he's the, like, the, the nerdiest of nerds. Of nerds. <laughs> yeah. So did you know that he owns a comic book shop in New Jersey? And that comic book shop has six seasons of all of the guys who run the shop doing everyday things in the shop where people bring in comics that are need to be appraised and all kinds of stuff. And to me, dude, it was like nerd crack. I didn't know anything about comics. And I watched that and I was like, y'all are just cool. Like, why is it? Here's my question. Let's ask a question. Let's just do an example here. Guy walks into a movie and uh, he walks up and goes, well, that's a 68 Chevelle. It's got this engine in it. It's got this transmission in it. And it'll do this much on the pedal to the get what blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That, that scene is cool. But a guy walks in and goes, okay, that is a first edition Pokemon. That, okay. No, no, that was Jen. That was okay. That was whenever it was wizards. Like that was pre. And everybody goes, okay, you nerd. All right, calm down. Or a guy can walk in and go, hey, <laughs> all right, so did you know that Micah Parsons, or actually, let's go with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott from the Dallas Cowboys. He played for Mississippi State. He was actually a fourth-round draft pick, and, and blah, blah, blah. And the world goes, well, that's just a, that's just him being a guy. But if a guy, yeah. if a guy walks in again, starts nerding out that, um, let's go away from comics, that, that, that this technology, like we talked about, you, tech, right? Somebody yeah. walks in and goes, man, that's uh, you can walk. A guy can walk by a Harley, a person, not just a guy can walk by a Harley and have no idea about that Harley and go, that's a good looking bike. But if somebody walks by a PC that is built with perfect craftsmanship, they have liquid cooled, the fans are in the right place. The neon is there and everything is brilliant to the nerd's eye. And they go, that's a good looking PC. <laughs> People go, oh, okay, calm down, <laughs> calm down, nerd boy. <laughs> like, why? Why is that though? See, both of those things are built with craftsmanship. Both of them are built for, yeah, um, uh, performance, but also for beauty, right? To be seen, to be enjoyed. And I think that those are two very similarities there. And again, that mental health side of things, getting to the point where. You're a part of a community that's that focused on something, right? That's that together. That's that close knit because they've had to be because the world has told them they're weird or whatever you want to say. And I think that not only did you probably get that brotherhood or like that, uh, that feeling of belonging, from the fact that you had people that like the stuff that you do, but also because you guys are probably a little ostracized, not ostracized, but you know, yeah, not mainstream, if that makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, to me, it's always been, um, like, yeah, comics are great and they did amazing for my mental health. And I'll always be in debt for like all of the comic book, uh, writers out there. But it's also like it was a common interest that brought me a lot of good friendships. People yeah. who I still talk to, like at least weekly to this day. 
and it's insane. Like those people, like one of them actually got to go to his wedding, which is phenomenal to me. <laughs> like that we, yeah, we 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 bonded over comic books, but we I ended up being at his, at his wedding, and it was it was amazing. Well, and, let's talk about that, right? Go ahead. Yeah, so it's like, Sorry. and that, that's like the other side of it is like, stuff like that doesn't know age, basically, or gender, whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it. It's just you meet people who, who are amazing, and I'm not saying everyone is amazing, because not everyone is, but um, <laughs> you meet... There are meet some great... toxic lobbies out there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you get to meet like people from all like ages and ethnicities and like genders and all of that stuff and something like comic books like it brings them together instead of dividing them which to, to me like always was an amazing thing and i think it's like we talked about last episode right when it was okay here let's let oh man let's just i love analogies right example you go into say a sports bar and everyone in there is watching sports. They're all slapping high fives. They're good, whatever. But, but if their teams fight each other, their teams play each other, they're going to be at each other's throats They're They don't care anymore. There's no camaraderie. Nothing is there. I, I don't, what I'm trying to say is that like these guys can go into a bar. They can watch a sports thing. They can be such, there, there's camaraderie there, but there's no brotherhood there. Because the thing that they're enjoying together is accepted by the world. So it makes sense that they'd enjoy it together. But when you go to the level of video games or something like we're talking about comic books, that's a brotherhood. The moment that you know somebody else likes that, they're, they're not just in the acquaintance group. They're in the friend group. We, we're yeah. automatic. Like, we... You are connecting to me on a nerd level, on a level that, again, a lot of people, or it's not as publicly known. And I truly believe that there are more of us out there that <laughs> that want to nerd together, is the best way I can say it. Like I told you, nerd together, you stay together. Like, that's yeah. friendship as well as relationship. Like, you get to a thing that's like, something that's so raw and scary, like, again... Uh, be loving Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Oh my goodness. Pokemon. Oh, it's so much fun for me. I love everything there is about it. I am not as much um, an information nerd on that as I am a battle nerd. I love the way that the Pokemon interact. I love the colors. I love the styles. I love how they work together. I love all of that. When I find somebody else who loves Pokemon as much as me or is similar to me or is, is willing to talk about it as much or has a similar passion, that person shoots past the friends that are, that are sports fans because everyone's a sports fan. But not everyone's a Pokemon fan. Not everyone is a comic book fan. So those friends, those people become more important to you because they're not normal. They're not average. And I think that that's something, again, that makes you pretty special, dude. It makes a lot of us pretty special, right? That oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. Like, Tom, you, you have that, that. Normal is boring. And I think that 
a lot of times we were told that normal is the best way to be. And in reality, I think abnormal, just uh, side the line a little bit, just a slight different. So collectively, like when you look at comic books and when you look at kind of how comic books have affected your overall life, how did you get from comic book to where you are now? Now, by where I am now, do you mean like as Barry underscore IX? No, no, no. I mean where you are now as Barry, as Azuz, who you are today. Because I know you've changed a ton since those early comic book ages where like you, you learned about comics and it made you friends and it built things along the way. And, and, and well, let me clarify what I'm trying to say is that, um, you now talk to me about comics, a guy that's in the United States that you never probably thought would have had the same connection. We've connected over the flash. We've connected over the arrow. We, we know the DC legends of tomorrow. We know the nerdiest doctor who we've connected over a lot of that. How did you transition from the guy that went like, all right, I started watching The Flash on CW to I watched Doctor Who? Or oh, was Doctor okay. Who before? No, I got you what you're saying. So, um, yeah. I, so I, I think after like I started watching, because to me it was like kind of a mix of both, right? I was watching TV shows because I liked the TV shows, but I also wanted to improve my English. Because I was like, I was getting into college then, and English was a huge thing. Point, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, I needed to do a lot of testing and all that stuff. And, like, side note, um, I actually wanted to go to the U.S. to study. Um, so I, I, I was, like, doing, um, I was preparing for take, to take the um, IDLIS test. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically like, no, do I you want, want to, yeah, yeah. okay. So basically, if you want to study in the U.S., you need to get like at least 6.5 or something and higher to be, basically be able to even be accepted. Let me so pause real like, quick. What if I wanted to study in What if I wanted to study in Saudi Arabia? What if I wanted to study there? How What do I have to do to get to study there? Uh, nothing basically, because you would have because we we study in English. So th th there's there's no requirement like, requirement there. So I can just I. You just come to Saudi Arabia and like go to school there and be like, I got educated in Saudi Arabia. See that? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, sorry, you have to go through a test. But yeah, <clears throat> I get it. No, but but it makes sense that like if, if we like if, if Saudi Arabia was teaching like college students and high school students in Arabic, I would say, yeah, they need to have like something like that to be able to actually understand what's going on. Okay. So that test is like, comprehension it's like hey are you gonna be able to survive in a english speaking culture yeah basically because yeah idlis is it's more academic okay. than that but it's also like yeah it it, it also like measures that i think very i can't even pass an academic test in english how did you pass an academic test in a different language <laughs> i mean so here's the thing i had a a a friend who uh, he was, he was like, he was like, I, I'm either going to the U.S. or I'm not going to go to any college, basically, that kind of mentality, right? And he was like, when he knew that I, like, one of my options was to go to study in the U.S., he was like, dude, we got this every week, we're going to do this and this, something like that. 
and we studied like studied for the test for like two years and I ended, I ended up actually passing and was able to study in the US but ended up like eventually deciding against it for like personal reasons um, so yeah oh, sorry long, long story short um, so uh, one of my ways to basically <clears throat> get accustomed to the language is uh, uh, I, I had a method basically that a teacher taught me, which is basically if you want to learn a language, you need to start to think of yourself as a baby learning a language. So babies learn languages by hearing the language so so much, then they start to speak it a little bit because they just they are just repeating the sounds they hear. Then you get into yeah, the it's immersion, and, yeah, yeah, and reading. And so to me, yeah, watching TV shows and just having no translation, no, no nothing, and just having something that I'm actually interested in and that my brain can like associate the words that, is, that are being said with the actions happening on screen was the fastest way for me to, you know, keep like. Okay, dude, I get this completely. So your nerd brain loved the idea of, again, quote, nerd shows or, you know, superhero shows or whatever it is. Your brain liked that. Your brain also wanted to learn English. So your brain said, hey, Let's watch the things that I know I'm going to be enthralled with. And I will learn it because I'm going to want to because I like the show. I like the idea of the show. So the more I watch this show, I'm going to learn English. Yeah, basically. Yeah, 100%. And it started with the... That's why you're smarter than me. That's why you're so much smarter than me. I would have been like... (laughs) Uh, subtitles? All right, turn on the subtitles. <laughs> Let me see what's going on. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, like, if, uh, like now, I, like, and people, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get backlash for this, but I don't watch anime <laughs> in, in Japanese. I watch it dubbed either in English or because I, I, don't, I don't like subtitles at all. Yeah, why so would I just watch it dubbed yeah, same, in, dude, in English? Dude, same. There was one show that I was okay. Oh. The one show, one show that I was okay with with subtitles is Ragnarok on Netflix. Uh, that that show, I think it's Swedish or, or Finnish. And it's the story of Thor from like the point of view of like a regular dude. There was a show, and you need to watch it. I, haven't, I don't know if I've ever asked you about it. It's called Meet the Johnsons, I think it was. And I think it was Australia, somewhere in there, or like uh, what's the what's the Australians? Uh, New Zealand. Yeah, I think it was a New Zealand show, and it was called Meet the Johnsons, and it was about a family that was an everyday family that when the when the, when one of the boys turned eighteen or sixteen, whatever the year was, they all went out into the woods and they became a god. And but it was everyday life, and nobody knew they were gods. Nobody knew he was Thor. He was the reincarnation of Odin. He was the reincarnation. It was so much fun. Loki was involved. Great show. But it was the I'm same really thing with Ragnarok. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, Meet the Johnsons. It is up there with Eureka as a show that I wish would have been longer. Gets picked back up something, and Eureka is my favorite show probably of all time. Ooh. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's the same way, though, right? Like, a lot of stuff in my life, I needed to find an escape. I needed to find a place that I could just 
take a step back and try to breathe. And for me, that was sports and that was TV or shows. And so finding those shows, I could get lost in those shows. I could just let my brain let go and hang out in those shows for a while. And I think that that's a big part of why, as we go forward, again, talking about mental health, that's why apps like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube are so big. Because people can get lost in watching somebody else kind of just live life. Because it's very relatable. You can get lost in something that you can relate to. So you can get lost in watching myself and Elizabeth go visit uh, the, the Philippines for the first time. Because we've never been there. And it's going to be interesting to you because you're going to feel a connection to the fact that it's our first time there. And we're just, quote, regular people. And I think that that's been the big shift in the last man, three or four years, especially with the pandemic, to the point where it's, okay, we don't, we don't have to just watch everybody who's famous. There are these everyday people doing stuff that would be really cool to watch and learn about. Yeah, 100%. Like, when, I, when I think of you, I don't think about Will, the TikToker who has 600-plus followers. I think, I think about Will, my friend, which is, like, you know... As a as a content creator, if you look at it, if you have that like effect, I'm not saying that like all 600 people are your friend, but all 600 are a community. And if if you if people see you as like this normal guy that we just watch because he has a first of all has a meaningful message, and is normal and goes through life like we do, and shows us that it's okay to go through life, and all the ups and downs and all of that stuff. To me, that's far more interesting than watching someone who will record a video and reshoot that video 50 to 100 times to get that like perfect angle lighting, all of that stuff. Because to me, that there's always a disconnect. There's always this filter that that like I, I just don't feel with with content like yours. So I completely 100% agree with you. I appreciate that, dude. And I think, you know, on my side of things, comic books came about later on in life. I uh, I was in Vegas and because we both talked about our love of comics and our, and our love of the lore that goes with comics, right? And how that really has helped us and the actual comic books themselves. We were in Vegas and like, I love garage selling. I love it so much. Uh, I, I love it. Do you know what a garage sale is? Do you understand the, the phrase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, I am jealous of that, basically, because we don't have that. I'm jealous that <laughs> yeah? you guys have it. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, garage sales are great. People take all their cool stuff, put it on the garage floor, and go, hey, you should buy this from me. And I go, okay. The TIE Fighter, or that the TIE Fighter? Oh, people can be mad at me. Hmm. The X Wing that hangs above my head <laughs> <laughs> came from a garage sale. Don't at me, y'all. I Just get, leave me alone. Um, but we went to, we'd go to garage sales all over the place and we went to a garage sale. I gave it an app. I loved it, man. I love garage sales. We went to a garage sale that had an entire comic book store was for sale. And it was the guy's front, like he closed his comic book store and brought home boxes 
of sleeved comics. I'm talking anywhere from, it was like the 1950s all, all the way oh. through at the time. It was like, it was like 2017, I think at the time, somewhere in there. That's amazing. And, that's, like a, that's heaven. Yeah, it was great. And I bought a whole stack. I walked, because he was giving away for, he was giving them away is the best way I can say it. He just wanted, it, it was like the idea of the person that, when we talked about this, right, Pokemon cards, you could have an unboxed, uh, or an unopened box of base set Pokemon cards, and it's 10 grand for that, that booster box, whatever it's called. The moment it's opened, whatever cards are in there, either become extremely valuable or worthless. So it's the value of what's on there. Or the, the value of the, the person purchasing it. So his comic books, he knew he could get more for them. But if he didn't sell them all at a certain price, if he, if he nickeled and dimed, he wasn't going to sell anything. So like I said, I bought a whole stack of them. And I just love the actual artwork. I don't really read through them as much. I love the artwork. And I love the idea of the worlds that these people live in. Because they're fantastical. Because they're worlds that you can make into what you want. And I think that that's, if you go a little bit deeper, for me, that's why a lot of us are attracted to these worlds that have lore that's involved. Because that lore was, in our heart of hearts, we know that lore was made up. Or that lore was created. Or that world was created. So no matter what happens in that world... If the worst possible terrible thing could take place, there is lore that can be created to make that go away. So it's that whole idea of like, if the main character dies, all of a sudden the main character is resurrected some way, but somehow, someplace, some somehow, because it's it's not it, it's unwritten. That's still you still have the ability to make that change just with your imagination, and that creates a very safe place. For a lot of us to feel comfortable that we could create a world even in our own heads where we feel safe, where we have control. It's not that if something happens, we just have to let it happen. If something happens, we can rewrite in this or we can. It's that whole idea of the, the, the person that's drawing on the paper and they have the magic eraser. So they draw it to life. They can also erase it. And I think that that's something that was the power of a lot of these lores, if that makes sense, that like we ourselves as fans felt even a little bit more control over our own lives by being able to get lost in those worlds. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense to me, which is why, you know what, you went wrong when you said like you were, you were wise because you're, um, but yeah, dude, it's. So, uh, I don't know when you, I said I was wise, but that was a wise moment. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. As someone who is big into sport, right? Because you are a huge sports yeah. fan, and you like the... Hey, the hang world. on. We're not like talking is, about size of humans. I'm just... You, you know what? I didn't make that joke, but thank you for making <laughs> it, because it's funny. You know what? I was not the intent. However, I five. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so, because... Um, I think even like is a understatement. You love the Cowboys and yeah. the Razorbacks. And so, yeah. so let me ask you this uh, from a, the point of view of someone who, first of all, played sports and second of all, was into sports like you are. 
how did you basically because to me in my head if you if you like sports you're set you don't need to like anything else right so how did you get from like being the sports guy the football guy to being basically the football guy the sports guy but also who likes all of these other things that's a good question um so ever since i was small i would well first of all i never was i just i just wasn't like <laughs> i was never a small human i since the day i can remember memories i had people telling me yeah that boy he gonna be good at football he gonna be a big old football boy that's a you going to the nfl and that's all i knew dude that's all i knew was sports you you are athletic you are a large human and now you're quick you're fast what what do we do with you we make you do sports and i love sports and 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 I have that natural competitive drive, right? For me, what drug me into that that more again the, the the what I would call the nerdier side or like that more comic book side, that more away from sports because in your world, right? If you're good at sports, you're good at sports, you're good, you're good, you're set. Yeah. I just never felt that way. And I don't know why. The upbringing, my mom, whatever it was, but like Dude, I, I'm talented at sports. It wasn't like I was not good at it. I, I was good. I, I'm very good. And I don't know. I think video games being a, a draw for me um, really, really helped me kind of stay in that side of things that more. I like this lore a little bit. Now, again, a big change, and there is a big change that does take place when I blew my knee out. So I was a sophomore and no freshman and anyways playing football and i blew out all the tendons tendons in my right knee i tore my acl my mcl and all the cartilage it was a bad play my leg twisted it was rough and i remember the next day when i went into practice i was like damaged goods to the team i no longer mattered like it was yeah, he's a big old hunk of muscle over there, but what good is he? He's on the sidelines on crutches. We don't care about him. I lost friends. I lost people. And I realized that those people weren't there because of me. They were solely there because I could destroy people on the offensive line. I could pick up players and throw them because I was twice their size. Now, I haven't grown a ton since I was in high school, but when I was in seventh grade, I was six foot, 250 pounds. I was a grown man playing against children. And I could throw them, toss them, do whatever I wanted. And people loved it because we won. But the minute I got hurt, I wasn't invited to parties. I wasn't invited to so-and-so's birthday. I wasn't a party, or part of any team meeting. Like, I just wasn't. And I tried to come back from injury, rehabbed, went through the whole surgery, did everything, go through the first, it was like the first real practice I was in. I was going through a, a 
I think it was like a high knees in a drill, just going through the ropes. And I felt a, twer- a tear. And I re-injured myself. I tore my meniscus again. I had to sit down. And it just killed me. Everything that I knew as my personality was gone. And so I fell into drama. And I found the drama group. Because I needed a place to go that was in my last period of the day. I quit the football team. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to be out here anymore. I'm done with y'all. You suck. So I had to find something to find that was a replacement of that. So drama it was. And man, joining drama class was the best thing I ever did. I learned so much about myself. I learned that it was fun to entertain people. It was fun to make them laugh. It was fun to do all of that. And that is where I got my first entry into, yeah, no, it's, you're, you're good. We're good. You be you. You do you. And we're, we're going to love you. It's okay. And it's not necessarily that it was that loud at that point in time, but I do see that that was kind of the basis, right? That's kind of where I learned it. And from there, just the people I started hanging out with were, were more, we like video games. We like this. We like these things. And we had a lot more in common than anybody I had ever played football with ever. And I was like, all right, this is where, this is where I belong. This is my happy place. And from there, I just started kind of trying to open myself up to that side of things. And that it was okay to like that stuff. It's fine to like that stuff. Why wouldn't you? And I think that's where that point in time was where I kind of started gaining some of this knowledge. And then over the years, just understanding that it's okay to like these things. It's okay to be these things. It's great to be that person. There's plenty of people in the world that like the stuff that I do. There's actually kind of way less that are like the people that I thought I wanted to be like. And, dude, it it took time. But, yeah, no, I, I, I went through the whole ringer. Like, I was, at one point in time, like, the, the, the guy on campus that everybody was excited to see play. We're excited to see Will just bull his way through everybody because he, he doesn't stop. When he finds something that he wants, he goes for it. And nothing stands in his way. And that's what this company and everything we're doing is about. I truly do not care in the least how many people know my name? But I care more than anything besides my wife and my kids for the people that we've been able to help not feel like they're alone by saying stuff like, dude, I love Pokemon. <laughs> I love video games. I, I'm 37. I love hanging out with my kids. All of those things that were quote nerd stuff there it's not the reason nerd starts with an m is n is because it's normal oh i'm i'm so stealing that by the way that that was so good like wow i mean (laughs) (laughs) amazing (laughs) great but you know what well because but it is yeah and and just a side note, dude. Like the fact that you lost friends, or lost. I don't even. I wouldn't even call them friends. 
but the people you lost when you like blew your knee and all that stuff yeah it's it's their loss it's their loss it's like they they they, they got to miss out on what a great man you turned out to be so it's truly a loss and that shouldn't happen well, to anyone for any let's, reason let's talk about that real quick barry 10 years ago will wouldn't have known that 12 years ago will wouldn't have known that today will knows it very well because today will has an amazingly hot wife i mean sorry attractive beautiful gorgeous but just an amazing person who's a part of my life and my companion and phenomenal kids and friends oh and a lot of people reaching out to me going oh i heard you were big on tiktok oh i remember we went to high school together and i go <laughs> yep we did uh, that's me that's funny. <laughs> so funny karma uh, is a biscuit and it's so it is, karma is a biscuit can we get a shirt that says that i like that idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it's it's really and you mentioned something that was really interesting to me that like i told you that to me so i was like yeah if you're good at sport then you didn't need anything else but you it didn't feel that way and to me, like knowing tech oh, no. or something like, anything like that, that wasn't enough. And it's so funny to me that if we just like stopped basically trying to adhere to the normal, quote unquote normal stuff that society tried to like put on us, we would be so much happier. Like I've wasted so many times and energy and time and all that into trying to be good at like soccer or anything like that when I didn't enjoy it or was good at it or anything like that. And it's, it's, it's just funny to me, dude. Oh, it's so true. It's the same thing we talked about, right? Like you, like I said, you could walk into somebody and go, Hey, if you've got this graphics card and this sound card and this, this and this microphone and this camera, you've got a good streaming setup. And they go, what, what? Like, why? Okay. Thank you. Like, whatever. Neato, but you could also walk in and, like I said, some guy can go, yeah, my truck's got a 450 Hemi in it. We got dual glass packs on the back, and when I press the gas, <laughs> does it hurt Mother Nature? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the acceptable, like, that's the, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, you got, it. you know what I mean, though? Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm a dude that loves big trucks and gas and 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 loud and all that i love it but why is it that because i love that and you love learning about maybe motherboards or technology or software why is it that that's seen that vastly differently we're all passionate about something in our lives no matter who you are, it really does not matter who you are in this world. There is something you are passionate about. Why aren't those things equal in some ways? As long as what you're passionate about is not harming somebody else or, you know, trying to harm somebody else. Those things should be pretty equal. You like stacking cups? That's awesome. I like building walls in houses. I mean, yeah, some quote, somebody's going to tell you that one takes more skill than the other. 
That's great. But why would one be seen as less than the other? It shouldn't be. Dude, we all celebrate our differences as much as we can. But at the same time, we're all expected to be absolutely the same. We're all expected to adhere to the same general guidelines. You need to like sports. You need to be a fisherman. You need to hunt. You need to, you know, you can be kind to the opposite sex, but also be authoritative. Make sure you show that you have your, (laughs) what? Like, what? Why not just be you? Just be you and, and react to the world the way that you would. And from there, as long as you're not affecting me or influencing my family, myself, whatever, in in a negative way somehow, you do you, boo. Enjoy your life. Like, if we all had that kind of an aspect, or we all had that kind of an outlook, where it was, I, I mean, what you do really does not affect me. I, as long as I... If you tell me, hey, I'm going to eat blue cheese, and I'm like, I hate blue cheese, and you're like, I'm going to eat it anyways. Yes, I can allow myself to get irritated that for some reason that you're eating blue cheese. But I don't have to. It's delicious. But you know what I mean? (laughs) I know. But you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't have to. Like, there's no reason that I have to get mad. There's no reason that I have to get upset. You can just let people live their lives and we'll get there. And I think again, to kind of round it back to the comic book side, like that is something that probably was really prominent for you was there are these people that are doing something that may be seen as quote, not, not sports, right? Not the, the cool kid thing. Yeah. But it was something you were interested in and you're like, well, hey, like these these guys, they they must be cool people. They must be really, really good people, because they're willing to talk about something that ninety five percent of these other idiots aren't. These other people aren't willing to talk about comic books and the Flash and how that made you feel and what did you think about uh, when Barry Allen went went. Uh, uh, sorry, um, no spoilers. Yeah, uh, but in, in the Flash, Barry Allen goes back and like 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 checks to see like he almost stops his mom from dying but like you know, but and oh, how that made you feel kills me to this day. Well, you know what i mean yeah. like how that made you feel like okay i watched that man have the power to change everything about his past and everything that ever hurt him he had it in his hands he could make it change even if it wouldn't right even if somehow in reality it doesn't and you do all the different realities and it doesn't work out in that moment. He felt like if I stop this from happening, it will make everything that's bad happen in my life go away. But he chose not to do it. And I think that has a profound impact on people way more than maybe we let ourselves see. hundred percent like that. And to, to to tie it to that, it's like that that scene when he like. So basically, someone was like, "Why why didn't you do that?" And he was like, "You could have had every, any, everything you wanted." And Barry Allen goes and says, "I already do." 
dude i i stopped the episode at that second because i was like yeah i've I've had a lot of things happen some of them are bad some of them are good but i wouldn't be here if all of those things didn't happen and i have no idea how my life could have turned out had those things not happened and so like yeah i think i think people do underestimate how like things like that things like comic books and comic book tv shows and tv shows and all of those types of things that we talked about how that can affect someone yeah oh yeah like i mean that like not like the best even the best therapist can even get to absolutely it helps you with things and, and and you know we'll kind of wrap up here and, and again to everybody that's here thank you for being here and listening to the podcast but like what i kind of want to finish off with here is to say guys you know stuff like that takes place like you know this person says hey i i wouldn't be where i am if i hadn't gone through the things that i have and it's something to really remember we talked about the fact that i blew my knee out what i didn't tell you guys is before i blew my knee out I already had colleges looking at me to go to college and do all this. And again, since I was, can remember, I had people telling me, you're going to be an NFL player. You're going to go to college. You're going to blah, blah, blah. You're great at sports. And I've had, I don't know how many people come to me and go, man, if that one injury hadn't taken place, (laughs) where would you be? And I go, I really don't care. Because I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I'm where I am the happiest I could have ever even imagined. The happiness that I imagined being an NFL player and that, that career and all that stuff pales into like in comparison to the happiness that I feel being who I am today. And I'm not like full of BS. It's the truth. I would have never met Elizabeth. I would have never had the girls that I have. I would have never done those things that are the most important to me. A lot of times in life, we can look back at life and go, oh, coulda, shoulda, woulda. But instead, look back at life and go, okay, that didn't happen the way that I wanted to. So in the future, I'll remember that. But I am who I am today because I went through that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was I was just about to yell, breach, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as usual, everybody, we truly and sincerely appreciate you guys being part of the podcast. And if you haven't checked out all of our other social medias, we please go to justmotivatingdad.com and check out our YouTube, our Twitter, or not our Twitter. I keep saying Twitter. I don't tweet. I'm not a twit. But our Instagram, I mean, you check out our TikTok. On tweet. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out Barry's Twitch, Barry underscore IX. Barry has been doing all kinds of cool stuff with art and Canva and all kinds of stuff. Y'all, we have a lot of things going. But before we go, I want to make sure that each and every one of you sincerely understand that we love you myself and Barry, and the whole jammed community. And we are happy that you are here with us, hanging out. We will see you in the next episode. And we love you. 
Have a great, great day. Also, the nine stands for...